Hello, everybody. We are live coming from Montreal, Quebec. David Solomon. My name is Stuart Brisgell, and we are going to be back with you in about 10 seconds on a very controversial issue that is probably one of the most difficult issues facing the United States today and probably Canada and Mexico. See you in 10 seconds. Hi, everybody. We're back. David Solomon and I have been arguing about this uh, podcast for a couple of hours now, trying to figure out the right approach on, on how to discuss a very sensitive, hot topic, whether you're politically left or right. And, and I'm going to do my best, which is not saying much sometimes, but I'm really going to try to not to politicize a massive, massive global problem. And I'm going to talk about it from different aspects. And, and, and my good colleague, David, I'm sure is going to rope me against the fence where possible. So I want to start off by saying that the immigration problem in the United States is not a new problem. And it's not a Donald Trump problem. It is not an Obama problem. It is not a Bush problem. This problem goes back decades. And every president, including now, have actually refused and had not the fortitude of resolving this problem because it's kind of like a domino effect. Every little solution that you seem to think of knocks over another problem. It's a conundrum. It's a never-ending washing machine cycle. And we're in the spin cycle. And so I want to start off because there's a lot of misunderstandings of some of the terminology. So initially, I was going to begin with border towns, but I'm going to start off one step back to that, to the internal United States argument, which is sanctuary cities. So most people have no idea what a sanctuary city. So on the board, I took to Google and I got the dictionary definition and it's a North American definition, a city whose municipal lies tend to protect undocumented immigrants from deportation and prosecution, regardless or despite a federal immigration law. Why is that such an important statement? Because people didn't want to feel threatened that if Joey was being, you know, raped, murdered, pillaged, robbed, and reported it, they would immediately be deported. And so a sanctuary city has a rule that if you need to come in and report a crime, you're not going to get deported. Unfortunately, that rule and law, which pretty much exists, it may not be on the books uh, in, in every city, but it's understood that if you're reporting a crime, we're going to turn the other cheek. And this has been done in, 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 in the legal system since the legal system was established in the United States, right? So the next part of this conundrum comes up that it begins even further back when the Republicans allowed the uh, Cubans who hit dry land and they were coming into Miami by droves. And there was actually like borderline internment camps. Like, what do we do with these people? So this problem, again, predates Obama. So there are immigration laws that are in the United States that are in place. They exist. And Canada has their immigration policies. Both Canada and the United States and Mexico all share very common rules. You know, if you watch 90 Day Fiance, you'll know that one of these educated brides to be that had a visa to the United States 
was refused entry and held in detention in Mexico because Mexico enforces its immigration policies hardcore, right? They don't care. They're going to lock up, put you in a Mexican detention center. Canada as well has the same type of immigration policies. There are rules and they engage them. However, Canada has had exceptions over the years for different issues and and where countries like Syria, where there were being huge amount of immigrations because of wars on what we're going to deal with them, which every country has done since World War II. Let's now talk about another part of this problem. Is there an immigration currently, an immigration problem in the United States? The answer is yes. There is a problem. I'm not going to use the word crisis because that's a political term that one party is using against another. But there is a massive problem on our southern border. Not that Canada is not a problem because we're missing out because Trudeau closed the border of all of our Canadian shoppers, which really does well to our economy. But the southern border and all of the southern border towns are having massive physical and economic problems because you have all of these people coming into these border towns that have not hundreds of thousands and millions of people, but have thousands, in some cases, hundreds of people and lack the infrastructure to process and maintain these types of people. And that these people are being moved to, which is unfortunately continuation of this bigger problem, which is inhumane conditions and putting these human lives at risk. Why am I saying these human lives are at risk? They're at risk when they're at the Mexican border being denied entry, and they're at risk when they're sitting in detention centers here on the U.S. side of the border. But the problem is these detention migrant holding facilities that do exist, and there is footage, and and it's not make-believe, it's not conspiracy theory, it's real, and it isn't social distancing, there's no COVID protection in place, but these people are then released into these border towns. But when they get to the border towns, how do they get to this next way station? Border towns don't have resources. So you have sex traffickers, drug traffickers, people that want to take advantage of their status and prey on them as they come in the U.S. side. So it's not altruistic to open the border and let everyone in because we all know there's no country without a border. There's no open sesame and you get all of the free stuff. This isn't communist Russia. And, and communist Russia failed, which was CCCP, because you cannot continue in this way. This is a problem about human life that needs to be taken care of. And I've got another solution for all those people who want to know what's the next domino. My next domino is I want to raise money. Raise money, not to put in my pocket, not to put in David's pocket, because David looks like he's steaming out of the ears on this, is to buy a bus ticket and ship every single human life to a sanctuary city. I want them sent to Beverly Hills, San Francisco, LA, Chicago, Illinois, uh, New York City, Oregon, 
right? The state of Washington, where they are most welcome. And where the base demands, and there's the infrastructure to support it. I want to solicit every person listening for a one-way bus ticket for each of these human lives so they can get food, shelter, legal representation, and have a chance of the American dream. David, my family came here from Austria pre-1911. I can't tell you that our family had any social assistance in Canada. I don't know about your family, but I'm sure that steam is going to boil into a comment. But here I am in front of all of you in eight minutes telling you that solution that I just gave is going to give you another problem, another conundrum. But it's going to stop the inhumane actions that's taking place in these border towns. These border towns cannot deal and sustain this. And denying that it's a problem is only going to exacerbate this problem in this country. These people are going to go into the darkness and become the issue that we all don't want. These lives need to be protected. They're important. And there's, you know, groups out there like Veritas that are going out there and spending good money to prove that this is a real story. These migrant people are not overrunning border towns despite political rhetoric. But we have, you know, you know, town mayors, we have counties going online saying, no, we are having a problem. And I'm not allowed to take these people and put them in a bus because I don't have a bus. So how do we solve this problem? What is a solution? And again, I'm telling you, my solution is let's take away the first biggest problem, protect human life. Let's get them into the cities that want them and that want to protect them, that want to feed them, clothe them, and give them legal representation and protect them from human trafficking, drug trafficking, and crime families. David, I've ranted for 10 minutes. What do you got to say? Well, first of all, I'm not steaming. I, I agree with you. And I'll tell you, one of the challenges, and I'll tell you, we faced this crisis only about five, six years ago. And I'm not saying it's a crisis necessarily, but when we talk about an immigration impact, now, if you recall, a number of years ago, folks, we had the Syrian refugee crisis and Canada took in 25,000 immigrants. Now, again, Canada, like the United States, was built on immigrants. And thank God for that, because otherwise my family would have perished in Europe, thanks to the brutal racist laws that was strewn through Europe. So thank God for immigration. But we have to go through a process. And when you brought in the 25,000 refugees in here, there wasn't a real process. There wasn't a plan. And the cities weren't, and we're talking about outlying cities, big cities, weren't ready for 25,000. And it doesn't sound like a big number, but it has an impact. And I'll just to give you very quickly, what happened was is that we were told that they get front-of-the-line medical, that they're put in schools, that they're to, we're to get them jobs. And, I mean, everybody else who was involved in those communities had to find a way to adapt and adjust, but nobody really had a plan of how that was going to happen. So it impacted our medical system and impacted our financial system and impacted a lot of things. And instead, the government, the federal government basically said, here, this is your problem. 
and I'm worried for you. And I agree with what you're saying is let's take them out of these border town cities. This, this, it's, it's sad to see what goes along the Texas border, Nevada border. They sorry, the Arizona border, the New Mexican border. Like it's, it's, it's detrimental to those towns. But putting them into sanctuary cities, folks, brings another plan problem. There is no plan of what to do with them. There are some very good people who are running out of their countries with barely the shirt on their back to come to America to live a better life. Not crime-ridden people. Not any of that. God help us. I don't want to talk about them. I want to talk about the good people who are coming in because they've run away from their horrifying countries. And yet they come into the United States to squalor, to, to, to lawlessness. To I mean, it's not a good plan. And I could care less if it's at the federal, the state, or the city level. There is no plan. And if you don't put in a plan, Joe Citizen, Jane Citizen, everybody else pays the price in a way that is not fair. And I'm not talking about crime. I'm not talking about the worst part of society. I'm talking about every other aspect of what what happens in our day-to-day lives. So my challenge is, and I don't know, I'm not an immigration expert, but I have no clue that if these sanctuary cities make sense without a plan, put them on the bus, get them out of the, get them out of the border towns, right? Get them out of the border towns. Cause that's horrifying to go from Ojo transportation from Arizona to Los Angeles is $95. I'm willing to tell you that $95 is cheaper for every American to buy a bus ticket for each one of these people than it is to let the federal system deal with it. The federal system has failed. It has failed. Let's get out of these border towns. But putting them, I agree. But you solve problem one and you create problem two. And I'm telling you, and we're we're not, no, 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 no. I'm saying we're solving problem one. You're solving problem one. Problem one is the open border and bringing everyone in, getting them out of these facilities. That's problem one. Problem two is get them out of the border towns. And that's done. $95 from Arizona to LA. And I'm sure you can get a bulk rate. But what I'm trying to get at is that this is a good plan. But you've moved them from a border town to a sanctuary city with the hope and the prayer that their lives are going to improve. But really, how? And I know we're not going to solve in the next 60 seconds, but really, how? You've got stage one set up. Get them out of the border towns. Yep. What do you do then, folks? Hang on a sec. David, there are more resources in L.A. County than there are in Ojo, Arizona. Yes, yes so, there so are, England, sure. It, it's safer for them in, in L.A. County where there's police, there's there's social systems, there's people, there's there's shelters, there's food, there's lawyers, there's there's opportunity. There's mm-hmm. nothing for them. And, oh, hey, we'll just let you go out of the facility. You got drug traffickers, human traffickers, child por- traffickers. They're all sitting there like wow. licking their chop like sharks. I These get you. people are walking. We're inviting them in to go into a shark tank. And it isn't with O'Leary. This is shark tank with people. Real sharks are going to eat these people alive. And Agreed. you got to get them out. David, I, you got the last word. I'm at 15 minutes, 25. You know what that time means. Look, ladies and gentlemen, we're not here because you could see part of our rant is to bring up the subjects that really get, you know, grind our gears. This grinds our gears. This is playing with human lives. It's disgusting. I could care less who's in charge. 
fix the goddamn problem. You're going to ruin lives and hurt more in the process if there is no plan. You know what that means, David? Guys, please put your comments. Please put your comments at rent at the rentnetwork.com by email, Facebook page, you know, the rent network. We love those comments. We love the feedback. Please send us your subject titles. These ideas keep flooding in. We love it. We look forward to hearing to you guys Friday, noon Eastern. What are we talking about, David, on noon? Uh, Bitcoin, folks. Ooh. Do you know Bitcoin. what it is? Uh. Do you understand what it is? And Ooh. better yet, should you even think of investing in it? Stuart, who's a financial expert, is going to help us understand and demystify Bitcoin. Have a All great right, day, everybody. Cheers.